Well, howdy doody. Welcome back to the podcasty. That made no sense. It didn't even rhyme. Anyways, let's get into the sponsor and then I'll tell you who is on the episode today. Geneva, 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 Geneva. Okay, that's who my that's who my guest is. It's a uh, I don't know if you can hear that in the background. It's about to thunderstorm like crazy here where I am in Florida, but uh, I have to record these intros. So my guest today is Geneva Rubio. She's a friend of mine, overall badass. Uh, she's a uh, she's very interesting. She's got a great story about um, uh, her upbringing as a Jehovah's Witness. And uh, we go from there. So sit back, relax. Thank you so much, Geneva, for coming on. Sorry, I just burped right there. Let me try that again. Take two. But I'm not editing that part out. Thank you so much, Geneva, for coming on the podcast. It was really fun to have you on. Get ready. Get set. It is Geneva Rubio. And just like that, Geneva, Rubio, welcome to the podcast. That's so nerve-wracking hearing all the music. Isn't it? it? Well, this is weird. This is the first podcast. I'm just, I'm still looking at the sound levels because I'm just anxious. I don't, I don't want this to go wrong in any way, shape or form, but this is the first podcast done over a video call where I can see the guest. And I think it's, I, I think it works better that way because it's a yeah, little it's like not lagging or anything. It's perfect. Yeah, well, I mean, you you have to have good Wi-Fi, and it seems like you have good Wi-Fi. Yeah. Because some people have bad Wi-Fi, you know, and it's just, it's oh, the absolute worst. It's yeah, it's terrible. And your audio sounds good. I'm I, I'm really happy about this. This is this is the Sweet. future right here. So we got uh, is 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 everything cool on your end in terms of you know what I'm talking about? Um. <laughs> yes. Sure. No. Uh, not really, but we could do it anyways. It's fine. Oh, okay. Um, so for everyone listening, um, well, where do we start with this one? Where Where do you think we should kick this podcast off? You just turned eighteen, which is yeah, which is awesome. Now I'm in quarantine. Yes, yes. So Geneva and I we work together uh, at an undisclosed location, um, and we have to quarantine because well, here's the here's the obligatory COVID nineteen talk. We have to talk about COVID nineteen. Someone tested. Yeah positive or was it someone tested they just think someone came in contact with i know two people went to go get tested but i don't think they've gotten the results back yet okay oh man yeah so they closed the entire place down and they were like all right guys we'll see you in two weeks so everyone is now back to being quarantined at home and uh, it's just we all took a fat l (laughs) yeah no i mean well luckily they're paying us Luckily, oh, yeah. they're paying us, so it's a good company. I I appreciate the company for that, but um, mm-hmm. it's crazy. So you just turned eighteen. What did you do for your eighteenth birthday? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Geneva. No, I worked, and then I don't really get to do anything. All right, and why do you not get to do anything? <laughs> this is good segue. Uh, yeah, well, this is the, like this is therapy right here. This is therapy. We're gonna talk it out. Yeah, this is IHOP all over again. Yes, IHOP. Yeah, we're gonna. We're, yeah, exactly. You and I are hopping to the next subject. Smooth. Hold on. Oh no no no! <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah yeah. 
So uh, why couldn't you do anything for your birthday? Seriously, like, like this is when I found this out, everybody, this kind of blew me away. Yeah. So my whole family is Jehovah's Witnesses. I've never celebrated any birthdays or holidays or anything growing up. Um, now that I'm 18, I'm trying to bounce if you catch my vibe. <laughs> oh, yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and people were always shocked to hear it. They're like, so like, what are you doing for Christmas break? Where are you going for Thanksgiving? I'm like, nothing, nowhere, just another ordinary day. And do you know the history of this? Because I'm not very familiar with the history of Jehovah's Witnesses. Like, why, why is that such a thing? Why can you not do anything? So the only one that I know is birthdays. It's because like way back in Bible times, like the origin of birthdays wasn't like religious. It was like some party that like a bunch of wild things happened at. And they're like, why are we going to praise that and celebrate it every year? And it's like, I'm just trying to have a party. Like, come on. Yeah. Well, I was telling you, this is very similar to Scientology. And because you can only hang out with people that yeah. are Jehovah's Witnesses. And that's similar to Scientology. You can only basically interact with people that are. Should I look at the camera? Is it weird to you? Like, cause I'm, I'm looking at you. You're looking at me. Okay, I'm looking at you as well. So I'm okay. not actually looking at the camera. Now I'm looking at the camera. Now oh, we there's... have glasses have a glare anyway, so it's okay. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, because I'm like looking at me, and then I look at you, and then it's a weird thing. I've never like I like I really don't do this a whole lot. So I'm kind of just like, where do I look? Do I look at the camera? Do I look at Geneva? Do I look at me? Anyways, uh, it's very similar in terms of you can only hang out with people that, I guess, practice that particular religion. The difference is, I was telling you, uh, Jehovah's Witness actually sounds like a legit religion. Scientology mm -hmm. was uh, created by a f science fiction writer in the 50s. So, Yeah, I listened to, I think I have like five minutes left of your Karen De La Guerriere episode. So interesting. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's pretty. Uh, she was. Yeah, well, her accent's uh, pretty interesting just in and of itself. She has a very yeah. like, I don't know what that accent is, but me neither. Um, yeah, she like worked with uh, she worked with all the all the famous people like like uh, Tom Cruise. She worked with she came in contact with him. Travolta. Mm -hmm. We talked a lot about them. But yeah, it's crazy. So but I do know there's a show I was watching and they have an episode. I haven't gotten to it yet. It was about Scientology, but they have an episode dedicated to, to Jehovah's Witnesses. Really? Yeah, and I think that they do a lot of comparisons between the two. Um, I don't know. It's crazy, but now that you're 18 and you're going to... you're So you're planning on leaving, right? Mm -hmm. And again, similar to Scientology, basically what you told me is that your parents are going to ba just be like, all right, well, I guess you're gone now. They're going to yep. cut you out of your life or cut you out of their life. Yeah. So I have three older sisters. Two of them are Jehovah's Witnesses. And then the other one that lives in Ohio just stopped being one a few months ago. And she is completely cut off from the family. And I'm like, well, I want to be in that boat soon. <laughs> oh, man. That is so yeah. sad. Like they like they really have no remorse. They like they like they're just they're just, just dead like, set on it. Yeah, they like blocked her number on my phone and everything. But I mean, I know it, so. <laughs> they don't like tell you behind behind her back, like, oh, we like we miss her and. No, no contact. Oh my gosh, is is that them I hear in the background? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, hey, you know what? What's the worst they could do, right? They could just be like, get yeah. out, and then you're like, all right, well, that that I already <laughs> was, yeah, like I, I was already leaving, so. Yeah. Oh man, Geneva, that is 
that's awful. Like, (laughs) seriously, isn't that awful that a religion can can create that much? Do you think they're brainwashed in a way? I think they're sheltered, really sheltered. All Jehovah's Witnesses are sheltered? Yeah, because it's like, it's really looked down upon to go hang out at people that aren't witnesses and to go partake in act like witnesses are never allowed to do like after school stuff or join clubs or sports because it takes away from being a witness. So it's like in that fact, you're so sheltered because you're just stuck in a bubble of this certain group of people that live a certain way and talk a certain way and everything a certain way. Oh, man. Yeah, see, I don't have so. um, I, I identify as agnostic, which is just sort of this. I don't even think it's a religion. I think it's just a belief. It's just like a you you don't believe nor disbelieve. You just kind of are w- like waiting for something to make you believe, you know, like I need to s- physically see it the way I see this water bottle in front yeah. of me. Um, that's, that's what I believe in. It's so, I know there's a higher power. There has to be something that created us. Um, but do you, but like, do you ever go back into, okay, so the big bang theory, right? We'll, we'll focus <laughs> on that for a second, the big bang theory, but do you ever go, what was before the big bang theory? Like, do you ever ask yourself that? And then go, well, well, hold on. What was before the Big Bang Theory that created the Big Bang Theory? What was before all this stuff? You'll never get the answer because it's like, where is the beginning? Yeah, I have about two brain cells, so I don't go that deep <laughs> into it. You know, like when you watch a DVD and it's just like before it starts, it's that thing bouncing around the screen trying to hit the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like the my screen saver. brain cell bouncing like around that. my head. <laughs> I like that. That's a good analogy. That's it. So I don't I don't think about it that much, but I can definitely like respect it. Yeah, it's just like stuff like that just fascinates me. Well, like what created the thing that created us and then what created the thing that created the thing that created us? And you can just lose your lose your marbles thinking about that Where's stuff. Where's it end? Where's it end, seriously? And yeah. you know. So religion does create a comfort level for a lot of people, I think. It creates this uh you know, okay, now I have this belief and now for the rest of my life, this belief is going to get me through these questions, right? So you kind of just make up the answers and I'm not saying they're right. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying it's, you know, you have to, you have to find something that makes you comforted because otherwise I believe we should all just be running in circles going, what is any of this right now? None of this makes sense. Why Honestly, are, we're all just so content to just get in our cars, go get our coffee, go to the grocery <laughs> store, and we n- nobody really questions any of this stuff. We're just so used to it. It's all a stimulation. Yeah, we're all holograms. Yeah. What is your? Yeah. Do you have like? Uh, do you have like a theory on that? Like, like it's a video game kind of deal. Like you think uh, this is all a video game? Um. I, this doesn't really answer your question, but I definitely don't <laughs> think like <laughs> that's fine. I definitely don't think that like we're the only planet doing this like over and over and over again thing, you know? For sure. Like, there's got to be like another planet out there living their daily lives. Is and, there? Like, we're all just we're all just stuck in the loop. Is there? A, is there another planet out there with a Geneva doing exactly what you're doing right now? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> that's some scary shit, right? You're like, <sighs> what if there's just endless amounts of me out there? Like that movie Us. I don't know if you ever saw that. I haven't seen that yet. Like that movie Us. But I mean, in that movie, it's not, you're like, you're not doing the exact same thing. It's basically the polar opposite of you. So it would be like the not nice version of you because you're like a really nice person. 
So it, like it <laughs> would be it would be this like alternate horrible Geneva that instead is... of me and you podcasting, we're having a fist fight. Yeah, so, yeah, something like that, and you're and, like you're trying to kill me, but I mean, I would be the same thing. Like it would be the opposite of me, and and uh, that's a good movie. Can you okay? So because we're just gonna, I I feel like no matter where we go, I'm gonna somehow find a way until you tell me, hey Eddie, and like enough Jehovah Witness talk. Oh no, go for it. I'm gonna come back to Jehovah's Witness with questions because I'm so <laughs> like I don't know the answers to the to the things, and that's why I want you on here. Partly yeah. why I want you on here, plus just because you know you're you're a badass 18 year old and. <laughs> seriously seriously so can you watch anything in jehovah's witnesses or does it have to be like a specific thing that's approved or can you just watch so, anything you shouldn't watch rated r you shouldn't watch tvma you shouldn't watch um just like anything that like should bother someone's conscience you know so like pg-13 is okay that's fine even some people don't do that it just depends Oh man, yeah, that's crazy. That I, like that's bonkers. I wonder why. I hold on. We got trusty Google here in front of me. Am I still okay? Can you see me? Yeah, totally. Okay, I pulled up a separate uh, a separate screen here. Um, I'm just gonna type in this type in this here. Jehovah's Witnesses. I just want some like kind of context on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Founded in the 1870s. Okay. All right. I didn't even know that. <laughs> look, we're look, we're all learning stuff. Uh, currently, I think there's over eight million members. Yeah. Which that's a lot more than Scientology, so that's I guess that's good. Jehovah's Witnesses are best known for their door-to-door preaching, <laughs> distributing mm. literature such as the Watchtower and Awake, and for yeah. refusing military service and blood transfusions. That brings up a good point. The other day, uh, before we before we got quarantined, I donated blood. Did you? Yep. And that's like as as it was happening, I was thinking, I don't think Geneva can do this. No. Well, now you can. Now now you can, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you've never like you've never experienced what's that like what that feels like. Mm-mm. Them sticking you and. I mean, I've had like blood drawn for like blood work, um, but not like a big amount to donate it. it's like a little you know vial okay so does this count as the same thing like where you go into the like the big red bus and then they you like no. like you can't do that no okay okay yeah like this is what i'm talking about you go into that that bus and then they just take your all your information and then they poke you right in the vein right here yeah and i have like i'm a really veiny person in real life they like they have no trouble ever finding the vein on me. Like I know a lot of people have trouble finding the vein instantly. Yeah. But like the second they tie my arm off, my veins are like, they swell Dang. up. Yeah. It's, and the best part is they're like, all right, now's the time. If you want to look away, look away. And and I told the lady, I was like, what? No. Like the whole, I watch it. Yeah. Like that's the whole fun part. Just I want to see you poke me and I want to feel it. And it's not, it is, it is rough at first. It's like, ugh this sucks but then you know you just get used to it and then you have to squeeze this little thing every five seconds so that it keeps pumping the blood really yeah but you know what you're doing something good you're doing something good and and it also tells you about your antibodies so it's for COVID-19 they can it's it's a little more helpful as well I don't know if I ever told you this joke I said it at work Uh uh-oh um (laughs) why don't ants ever get sick I feel like I did hear this one damn it why hold on hold on uh, I remember the answer. It's something about uncles. 
because no? they have little antibodies. Oh, damn, damn, damn. <laughs> that's clever. That's a good dad joke. I like it. Thanks, thanks. Do you, you I have try. A, you have a lot of dad jokes. I thrive off of dad jokes and puns and just stupid stuff. <laughs> what was that Jurassic Park one that you told? Oh, why is it a bad idea to fight a dinosaur? Okay. Because you'll get Jurassic kicked. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> that, that's a good one. That one's funny. That one, you'll, you'll get Jurassic kicked. That's funny. Good old dad jokes. Gotta love them. Yeah, they, they, dad jokes are. Do you like? Do you listen to podcasts? Yeah. What like what podcasts do you listen to? Um, I listen to a lot of YouTubers that I watch. They do podcasts. I listen to them. Okay. Like the Try Guys, um, Brooke Ends is like a CrossFitter that I listen to. Um, yours now. Um, there's some other YouTubers. Nice. Because Bob Saget, who is uh, from Full House, yeah, he, he was Danny Tanner. He has a he has a he has a podcast, and every once in a while he'll tell something like that, and then he'll be like, "Oh, damn, here I go back to dad jokes." <laughs> so I was wondering if you listen to him. That's funny. I might have to just for that. Yeah, yeah, like because you know what Full House is, right? Oh yeah. Okay. So okay, so maybe there's a bad stigma of Jehovah's Witnesses. I feel like because I didn't know a whole lot about them, and I still don't know a whole lot about them. Um, but like you just associate with them, associate them with knocking on your door, annoying the hell out of you and going like, here, take this, take this, take this. And do you think that's a good way to do it? Like what is like, I guess one of the good things about Scientology is they let people come to them. Like yeah. if, if you're curious about it, you go to them with Jehovah's Witnesses, it, they they relentlessly pursue your door. Oh, I hated <laughs> doing that. Absolutely hated it. When did you start um, doing that? When did you start knocking on doors and, and annoying oh, people? Oh, you start when you're like three. What? Like the second you can walk, you're, you're doing it. <laughs> oh, my God. How is that yeah. like? I guess that helps. You know, it's sort of like, hey, here's my kid. Just take the... What is the end goal? Is the end goal to get them to join Jehovah's Witness or just to read whatever you want them to read? Um, Kind of both. It's like if they read it and they look into it, that's like, hey, that's a win. And if they become a witness, that's like an ultra win, you know? And, but, like, and like, is there a commission for you? Like, do you like get brownie points? Do you get, you get nothing? No, you nothing. get nothing. There's no like benefit to doing knocking on the doors. No, it's just supposed to make you feel good. <laughs> And clearly for you, it's just you're, you feel the complete opposite. <laughs> Me doing fake knocks. <laughs> yeah. So like, so you would do that. You would go up to a door and not even actually knock and then just be like, oh, well, they're not home. Even All though, the time. Even though there's a driveway full of cars. <laughs> oh, they'd be the window <laughs> and I'd do a fake knock. Oh, they're not home. Well, plus you have to know, like every Jehovah's Witness has to know, like you guys are aware that people find it incredibly annoying, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I wonder why they don't fix it. I wonder why they don't come up with an al alternative method, like just mail the shit. <laughs> so now they are because of the quarantine. Oh, that's oh, okay. So now, yeah. so now door to door is gone. Now what are you doing? Just like writing letters saying like, hey, hope you, like dear neighbor, hope you read this, enjoy it, visit jw.org. Here's my number, get back to me. And then mail it to some random house. <laughs> Oh my God! How do you get these addresses, or what do you like? Is it just like I don't a... know? I don't do it. <laughs> You're like this is in the past, Eddie. Like this is all just I don't yeah. care about this anymore. 
I'm so thrilled for you, seriously, because I don't, you know, I, I, I can't imagine being forced to do something. You know, I kind of, I, I got lucky growing up in a, in a household where, yeah, they believed in, in, in my family's case, um, they're all Catholics. But, you know, after a certain age, I think it was after 18, after I did all my, all my every Wednesday, I had to go to a, a class mm-hmm. at the church. And I hated it. Like, I literally hated it. And I was only there because I had to be there. Like, if it was up to me, if it was like, hey, Eddie, do you want to go? I would have been like, no, I don't want to go. And after that, it's like, okay, now they're just, do you want, like, do you want to keep doing this or no? And I'm, I'm like, no, like, I really don't care about it. Honestly, like religion doesn't define me. So they're cool about it. And, and I think that's what it should be. I, I think it should just be an understanding. Okay. So you don't want to be a Jehovah's witness anymore and that's fine, but you can still be in the family. It's this idea. And seriously, you really should check out the Scientology show. I, I don't think there's a Jehovah's witness show as far as I know, but the Scientology one, the disconnection policy that Scientology has, where if someone leaves the church, the family cuts them off entirely and then even bad mouths them and they create fake websites about them and like hate mail and all this stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. About family members. And it, cre- like it, it, it messes with the person who leaves, you know, it like, depending on how close you are with your family, it can really oh yeah mentally fuck you up and it's awful. And so like, I don't know if that's the extent of Jehovah's witness. Like, is there any kind of, can, can they just do, do, do they have to, disconnect or is it optional um so in the case of my sister she was like baptized publicly as a witness so literally everyone knows that she is and now that she's not it's like you have to disconnect but me i never did that because i never want to be one (laughs) um so they don't have to but they said if i'm gonna live this life that i want it like i've been talking about then they are gonna so (laughs) but that's but that's across the entire board of jehovah's witness not just your family it's that's everyone yeah it's essentially required to cease communication Mm -hmm. that's amazing like that's that's yeah i don't get that that's awful and like i don't know how you would change that like i don't know how you because you can't take that to court you can't be like I'm going to sue my family for disconnecting with me. Like, like that doesn't hold up your own family that does you dirty. Yeah. Like that doesn't hold up in court. Like people will be like, Oh, well that's your problem. You shouldn't have left. And it's just like, what? It's like, I just didn't want to knock on doors and, and believe in like, like who's your God. I don't really know at this point. (laughs) Like (laughs) I think, I believe everything I've been taught is going to happen and like it's true but I don't care enough to stay but at the same time it's like maybe this isn't true and I only think that because this is the only thing I've been exposed to you know yeah yeah it's uh kind of one-sided in a way and I think I can't say like this is the only right thing everything else is wrong when this is the only thing I've ever known exactly And, and I feel like that's honestly a bad thing with religion is you know because people get wrapped up in christianity for example you know that's that's the i think that's the biggest religion like i'm just going to take a guess i'm not 100 percent certain on that but i think christianity is the most popular and yeah. you know it sounds good like it, it it works for me but 
okay, but there's so many other people out there that believe in other things, you know, and that just, it, 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 in my mind, that's the, that's the inherent problem right there is we all as one human race cannot collectively agree on, on, on one thing. So, Absolutely. so we, we have, we have branched out and we've created Jesus and we've created Zenu if you're a Scientologist and we've created Buddha and we've created, you were telling me privately, like, I just wanted to get it on the podcast. You were telling me your God is Jehovah, right? That like, that's the guy, his name mm -hmm. is Jehovah. So now you created Jehovah and it's just like, that's the problem right there. I mean, like if that doesn't tell you that religion is inherently flawed, it's just, that's, that's the answer right there. There's too many gods. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, we, nobody knows the answers. And we're all just, we're all just trying to make something that makes us feel better when we wake up in the morning and go to sleep at night. That's it. Yeah. You're just trying to feel like part of something, part of an organization and doing your part for the greater good. Well, there is no greater good. So. <laughs> yeah. Well now, now seriously, like this is really cool. Like this is a rebirth at 18, you yeah, know, I'm excited. like you're going to be able to do things and, and, and experience aspects of life that you've been sheltered from for so long. And what's like, have you done something yet that you were never able to do that felt like, Oh my God, this is liberating. Um, or have you not done anything quite yet? Nothing much. I mean, the biggest thing for me is that I'm gay. <laughs> so it's oh. like, there you go. Like, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm an open book. We can talk about, talk about anything. <laughs> well, there you go. And that's definitely frowned upon, you were telling me. Oh, yeah. So, so. how, okay, how long, because that, like, this always fascinates me. How long have you known that you were, that you were gay? Um, I'd say, like, around 14. 14? Yeah. And then I got in trouble. I got caught at like s the end of being 16 so i was grounded like my entire 17th year of life and now i'm 18 about to break out <laughs> exactly do you believe in the lady gaga uh theory we're born this way <laughs> <laughs> yeah gaga's a queen so so you do follow that like like what is the because you know when i said when did you find out that you were gay? In my head, I and I do this a lot on the podcast, I went back and I fact-checked and I was like, hold on, wait, did, did that come out right? I didn't want to offend her. I didn't want to, I don't want to offend anybody listening because I'm sure there's yeah. people out there that are like, you don't find out that you're gay. You just, you just are gay, you know? Is, no, there's definitely like a, a moment where you like internally you realize and then you have to bring that like, out to people yeah exactly because i mean That's anything i mean the people that argue that you just are and that you're born that way i mean okay i i i can see where you're coming from with that i'm not saying you're wrong I'm, but at two years old you don't know you don't know exactly. you don't know that you're gay you like you don't know anything yeah so that's just that's my my two cents on that but you know you can offend anybody these days but it seems like you're kind of like like you have a thick skin. Am I am I oh, right? Oh yeah, literally not, nothing you say could make me like triggered. <laughs> Just go for it. Have you ever been bullied for it? Um, 
by my family yeah not by like friends oh my god <laughs> I, I i seriously wish this was filmed so i could share this because i just had this biggest like that's god <laughs> a spit take <laughs> oh, geneva uh, please take this with a grain of salt i don't like your family <laughs> <laughs> me neither jesus christ nobody does oh my god that's awful like how do they how does a family bully you they still do and i'm like get over yourself god like they name call they used to not anymore but now it's like the way i dress it's like oh you trying to look like a dyke today and i'm like yeah i am okay oh oh my god <laughs> what are you gonna do about it well i apologize for them that's 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 <laughs> disgusting that's that's not right and like specifically who who says this to you your mom um my mom and my two older sisters the third one doesn't care but what about your dad he just won't accept the fact like they st my parents still make jokes about me like sneaking around with guys and like and i'm like what's not clicking in your head <laughs> like the other day i called and i was like hey what time are you guys gonna be home and she was my mom was like why do you have a boy over that you gotta sneak out before we get home and I was like, yep, that's me having boys over. Like, what? What did you not get? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, There's in denial. Dad and and you know, it's I'm trying to I'm, I'm I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this right. It's it's old ideologies. It's it's so it's so old school that fashion and luckily what's good about the next generation is i feel like they're going to be brought up because we're a pretty understanding generation i mean yeah yeah like i know like you and i are i'm pretty sure we're in two different generations right i'm gen z okay what are you millennial i think i might be yeah um so I'm a pretty understanding generation. Your generation is even more understanding. So now when when this generation, your generation has kids going forward and that, you know, that might have a similar situation, I don't know that necessarily it's going to be as bad because we're going to have evolved in such a in such a way that we've become more understanding of that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. A lot of this stuff, you know, your parents are generation, I don't know what they could be, but you know, baby boomers like are they baby boomers or no i no? guess maybe but like that's an old generation where where the ideologies were still you know like that wasn't accepted and yeah so they're you know whether they know it or not they're carrying it forward like they're carrying the tradition forward but when they you know when the inevitable happens and they leave earth that that ends at that at that line for them so that's what I'm talking about going forward. It's going to be a little more understanding. So that's, you know, that's the, that's the glass half full talk right now. It's like going forward. I think everything's going to be a lot easier in terms of, you know, if you are gay and you want to come out and you want to tell someone you're gay, it's going to be cool. All I care is you're decent and that you're, that, that you're a human being to me. I don't really yeah. give two shits what you do with your private life. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah, uh, boomers and baby boomers have emotionally scarred millennials and Gen Zs enough that we're all going to be a complete 180. <laughs> I want to make sure that we're getting this right. So hold on. You were born. When were you born? 2002. 2002. So you know for a fact that your generation. 
I'm like pretty positive, but what I could be it? wrong. Generation X? Z. Z. Let me see here. Generation Z. Uh, so. Researchers. Uh, no, hold on. Why can't you just... Oh, here we go. What is the Generation Z age range? If you were born between 95 and 2015. Okay, so that's you. So what am I? Generation... What year were you born? 92? X? Am I Generation X? Is it... it no, no, definitely not Generation X. All right, let's do this. We're going to ask, we're going to say something here. If I was born in 1992, what generation am I? Here is information from Career Canada. I am, I am Generation Y. Or, oh. or, or, or a millennial. Yeah, it also says millennial. Okay. It says millennial. There we go then. All right, interesting. Sweet. Yeah, 19, 1965 to 79 is is called Generation X. And then in parentheses, it says Baby Bust. <laughs> Whatever that means. I don't know where Baby Boomer came <laughs> baby from. Baby Bottle Pop. Baby Bottle Pop, yeah. <laughs> Do they still make those? I don't know. But the other day, you were singing it at work, and it got stuck in my head for the entire day. Yeah. I don't know. Like, how to, like I don't know how that shit gets in my head, but just random, just that's a good theme song, Baby Bottle Pop. Baby Bottle Pop. Good stuff. Yeah, put like a good guitar behind it. It's a banger. So what do you do? Like, what are your passions? What do you want to do with with Geneva's life? With Geneva's life? Oof. Um, so I, I used to dance, and I would, like, love to be a dancer, but that that's just over now. <laughs> um, I think a dream job now would be a tattoo artist. <laughs> Because you asked me, do I draw well? Yeah. The other day. So now it's making sense. Because you, yeah, you probably draw well. I try. I've been trying to figure out a style and like what I want to do. But I'm like obsessed with tattoos and I want to be like an artist. And do you have any tattoos? Like, Not yet. That's also something that's, Jesus, this is probably on the list of you can't have tattoos, right? Oh, absolutely. What? God damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why does anyone become a Jehovah's Witness? It sounds really, really You're boring. Telling me. It sounds boring. <laughs> it's not like you can't do anything. You can't watch rated R movies. You can't get tattoos. You can't associate with other people. What the hell? Yeah, bunch of nematodes. I don't get it. But that's it. Okay, so what's the first tattoo that you're going to get? Have you thought about that? I want to get this big, like this big ass spider on my sternum. But I kind of want my first one to be like one you can see. Maybe like a, maybe like start a sleeve or something. Oh, nice. So something cool. I like a lot of bugs. So I want, I'm going to get a lot of bugs tattooed. A lot of bugs. I for sure want like um, a centipede crawling up my arm. Ooh. Love that. That's pretty dope. See, Do you I have like... any tattoos? No, no. I have no mm -hmm. tattoos. I, uh, yeah, because like it's, I believe in, well, I do believe that, you know, you can have regrets down the road. So, you know, it's, it's, if I was going to get something tattooed, like I would have to be a hundred percent certain I'm never going to regret this. Like yeah. I'll, to the day I die, I'll be happy with this being on my body when I'm 80 years old and wrinkly and, and it still <laughs> says this, or if it looks like this, would it, I would probably get like a, like a phrase, like I'm one of those people like over a picture or an, or an illustration. I would, I would prefer to get a, something meaningful said on my body. Um, or, may, or maybe my logo. I don't know. That'd be pretty dope. 
That'd be sick. <laughs> Very self-indulgent, but <laughs> yeah. just I think a- just get it right smack <laughs> on your forehead. Yeah, right. On my, or or big on my back and just be like, oh, so yeah. so I hear you have a podcast. Yeah, I do have a podcast. And then I just turn around <laughs> and lift my shirt up, and there it is, right there. And and, and then at Absolutely. the bottom, it says available on Apple, Google, and Spotify. But like and you're fi- always marketing. Exactly, but like fifty years from now, that's like no one knows what any of those are because everything's I'm changing. Go on MySpace. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. MySpace will come back. <laughs> that's funny that's well that's crazy you know about myspace yeah because like that seems like something that would be out of your out of your like radar the very like tail of it you caught it right as it died <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have any like social media you were telling me because like you don't really use it a whole lot i use it all the time i'm still grounded <laughs> oh my god is <sighs> yeah i like lived on snap and instagram and twitter like i still have all my accounts but my parents I'm still grounded, so it's like all blocked on my phone and stuff. Mm. And they like changed all my passwords, and so. <laughs> so are those requests that I put in like are those useless? Because you're just gonna have to end up making new accounts. No, I'm gonna. Whenever I like move out, I'm gonna. Give me go the passwords. <laughs> Give me the passwords right now. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. I think that's I the word for this episode. Crazy. It's just that's crazy. crazy. Everything you're telling me. It just keeps piling up the craziness. By the way, I named this. Can you see at the top? It says Geneva Rubio podcast. No, it just says you can't see that. Oh, okay. Can you see the other thing over here powered by StreamYard? Uh, yeah. Okay. You see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never used this before and I really like how it's very intuitive. It's very easy. I can see everything and, and it was yeah, just I've never even heard of it. It's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was on a I was on another podcast where they do this and they have like you can have for free. This is the free version. This isn't even a paid version. You can have like I think up to ten people on one call and you can see them all on the screen. And uh, I was like, how do you do that? Because afterwards, I was like, that was really easy for me to just be a guest because they just did what I did for you. They sent me the link. I clicked it. All you had to do was do your mic, your camera, and away you yeah, go. Yeah, I was ready for like some technical difficulties, ready for like some glitches and yeah. some mutes. This is great. So far so good. So yeah. I might I might update to the premium. But uh for everyone listening earlier, so first and foremost, I I I didn't thank you on the recording. Thank you for being so cool cuz we were supposed to do this yesterday <laughs> and my fucking soundboard was glitching like a bitch. So I had to email Rode and they're in Australia. So Oof. So that's what I was talking about. It was going to be a long ass night of waiting for a reply. And yeah, so um, but figured it out. So thank you for being cool, because I was like, all right, we're going to do it this time. No, no, no. We're going to do it now. Just kidding. Can <laughs> Change we your plans it? this yeah, yeah, yeah. time. <laughs> exactly. So that was, yeah, no worries. that was cool that you were flexible like that. But um, I don't know where I was going with that. Damn it. Where was I going with that? Hold on. Hold on. This is important. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to. This is good uh, yeah. podcasting right here. This is good podcasting. You're talking about getting premium. Getting premium. You're someone's guest. Oh, you're, Australia. You're my <laughs> guinea pig. That's right. You were my guinea oh, pig. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were my guinea pig. And thank you for that as well because I didn't want to do this for somebody that I don't know in real life because it can mm-hmm. seem kind of unprofessional. So if it didn't work, you know me in real life. So it's just me. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know me in real life. I don't care. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's very uh, it's very intuitive. You should uh, you should maybe look into doing like a like when you leave, you should maybe do like a Jehovah's Witness exposed podcast. 
Yo. Or not like dedicate a podcast to it, but just like maybe do a maybe maybe do like a video and put it yeah. up on YouTube and like maybe maybe it'll go viral. Maybe. I need some money. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how like people that make money on YouTube piss me off because oh, they make like millions. It's uh, you know, I believe that we should all have the opportunity to make the best for our lives, but I look at some of the people that make money on YouTube and they're just doing they don't even leave the house. Like I'm okay with people that that like leave the house. That's fine with me. But when you're just sitting in front of your camera, screaming, yelling, doing dumbass Ugh. shit, part of me is like, God, how did you get so lucky that this is now what you can do? You can just look at a camera, and yet there's so many people out there, not even in this country alone, but it, across the world that can't find a job, and you're just screaming at a camera, and there's your money <laughs> right there. That That's your money. Yeah. Bye, honey. You got to go to the office today. Turns on the camera and just starts screeching. Yeah. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Um, do you remember this one person named Fred? PTSD. <laughs> do you remember Fred? <laughs> oh my God. I think he's gay now. Is he? I don't know. I think so. Ah, oh, man. Like he. <sighs> oh my God. I think he was the start of me hating people like that. Yeah. And I don't like That's... to use the word hate. But That's understandable. <laughs> when I saw him, I was like, the no. And then I think he even ended up on like an iCarly episode. I think he ended. Yeah. He got his own movies like Fred 1 and 2. and Yeah, he got a movie with John Cena. Yeah, like exactly. What? I don't understand. Again, word of the episode. Crazy. That's crazy. Who, crazy. Who actually watches that and gets enjoyment out of it? I, I literally, it is, it's mind numbing. So, like seriously and i like some stupid shit like i like jackass have you ever seen oh, jackass yeah. that's that's entertaining watching mm -hmm. guys hurt themselves that's fun like this this kid running around in an auto-tuned high-pitched voice and like what parents and they'd be like hey you want to watch fred today absolutely not no yeah like that's really bad parenting <laughs> <laughs> that's awful parenting if you're like hey calm down i'm gonna put fred on okay <laughs> Calm down. Fred's coming, okay? Yeah. That's no. That's that's oh. that's parenting 101 that you don't put Fred on. Exactly. I think what do you think is the best show? So let's okay, so hypothetically, let's say you're a parent, right? You're mm -hmm. in, in and you have a kid and you're like they're out of control. How are you going to get them in under under control? What age are they? Let's say they are, we'll say nine. Nine? Nine years old. Um, I'm going to say SpongeBob because they can understand the humor. You'll put on SpongeBob? Yeah, that's just a classic. But are you putting on old episodes or new episodes? Oh, if there's new episodes of SpongeBob, <laughs> if my kid is nine years old, they're not watching it. <laughs> okay. Good answer. I like that answer. Yeah, because the new yeah. SpongeBob episodes, they don't hold a candle oh, no. to the old ones. You know, But like SpongeBob shaped me as a person. So, yeah, yeah. And I think I even read an article that during uh, June, because that's that's Gay Pride Month. I think that they Nickelodeon included like they officially announced SpongeBob's gay. Like, yeah, it was SpongeBob, Cora uh, and some other one that I don't know. Did you say Cora or Dora? 
Cora, like Legend of Cora. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, Dor- yeah. Dora's gay? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Mind blown. <laughs> Crazy. But um, yeah, like, I mean, was that a real surprise? I Like... <laughs> There was a whole lot of subtext in those SpongeBob episodes leading up oh, to yeah. leading up to this. Uh, but like, I think the real question is: is who is he gay for? I think the easiest que- like the easiest answer is Patrick, but I don't think Patrick's gay. I think everyone's saying it's Squidward. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he's a simp for Squidward. What does that mean? Gay- a simp? Yeah, yeah. I have no clue what that means. It's like an ass kisser, like a white knight. An ass kisser, know? okay. Yeah, it's like when a guy is like an ass kisser for a girl just to like get laid or something, they're being a simp. And there's like memes where it's like, oh, here's your simp card, you dropped it. Oh, wow. So, like, so I think SpongeBob is a simp for Squidward, but he's just gay in general for Patrick. He's gay for Patrick, even though Patrick, because I don't get gay vibes from Patrick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just get dumb vibes. Like, he's so... Maybe he is gay, but he's so dumb he doesn't even know. True. Like, seriously. Like, I know we're trying to be goofy here, but, like, seriously. Like, this is, like... This is a <laughs> this is an important question, okay? We need to figure out. Give the people what they want. Seriously, and, and, and Nickelodeon won't because, like, that'll just kill... Like, that'll kill Nickelodeon. Cowards. Like, like if they were to actually tell you, oh, this is who he's been gay for, Larry the Lobster. <laughs> like that'll that like that'll be the end of spongebob as we know it he'll be canceled immediately you know in arthur they had mr ratburn marry a man arthur is is he that hedgehog or the 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 little aardvark aardvark that's right yeah yeah his teacher is a rat and in one episode he married another rat man and it was wild damn yeah they uh they, they they probably had to really downplay that they couldn't make that like was it a big deal? Like was that like the whole episode? Uh, I, I didn't watch I a know, whole I just lot saw, of Arthur. Like, pictures of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like I didn't watch Arthur growing up. I watched uh, Franklin. Oh yeah. Franklin, but I don't think anyone in there is. I don't think there's any hidden meaning in Franklin. Um, but yeah, SpongeBob is riddled with it. You know, it's just like. So that wasn't a surprise when that article came out. I was like, okay. Do you know that Plankton apparently has a son now? Uh, a little computer son and i'm like oh, who's gonna God. explain this <laughs> yeah because he has what well, his wife is karen yeah i saw a picture of it online it's like uh, a little son, like a little computer with a baseball cap and like tennis shoes and i hated it well you know that seriously the the, the show was supposed to end with that first movie the, really yeah the, the the spongebob squarepants movie mm-hmm. that was supposed to be like it and uh from that point on Excuse me. From that point on, the creator, Steven Hillenburg, I think he I don't think he was that active with the show. Um, he he directed that movie. And then I think he was like that was supposed to be it. And and really, that's that that's sort of the downfall of that show. After that movie in 2004, if you watch SpongeBob from that point on, you like the like the quality is just not as good because, yeah. you know, he realized there was sort of a debt like a like a like an end point and then Nickelodeon was probably like no uh-uh. this is our money maker you can't do that <laughs> yeah yeah it's sort of like AMC with the walking dead they're milking this thing to I still gotta watch that <sighs> well now you got three shows you gotta watch you gotta watch I the know. walking dead fear the walking dead and the walking dead world beyond you're kidding that's how many walking dead shows there are yes oh my god I don't know what that noise was did you hear that noise too 
Like a weird screech? It was like a... Oh, I didn't hear that. Okay. I don't know what that was. I don't see anything. Looks like everything's still good. Um, but yeah. The Walking Dead. It's a good show up until season seven. Yeah. So. I just started Umbrella Academy yesterday. I binged the entire first season yesterday and I'm on season two now. <laughs> Is that like a vampire show? No, it's on Netflix. The cover picture looks really stupid and like the description they put is stupid so i never watched it and then my friend was like yo it's actually like pretty good so it's like um this group of siblings uh i don't want to say have superpowers because that sounds cheesy <laughs> but they have some kind of power mm -hmm. um and like their dad has to their dad basically manipulated them their whole childhood and now they're like learning how to cope with it and like use their powers and it sounds cheesy, but it's a really good show. <laughs> huh. Yeah, see, I have uh I'm bumming Netflix off of uh off of a mutual person that you and I both know. I don't think she would mind her Leticia. Um yeah. so that's the, like that's how I get my Netflix. So I'm just waiting for the day that I try to sign into Netflix and I'm kicked out. Just change your name to settings. <laughs> change my name to settings. Yeah, so I should never check it. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, that's a trick. Wait, hold on. What do you mean by that? Because I'm trying to figure out exactly change my name to settings. Like I know on Hulu it works. I guess on Netflix it wouldn't work because you have to have like the little icon. Yeah, the photo. yeah, yeah. Well, plus I don't mess around with those. Like she has them laid out uh, between her and her family and I just go on hers. Man. Yeah. Well, like on Hulu, you know, how it just has like just the names. Okay. Instead of putting your name as your profile, you name your profile settings. So like... They won't think that you're on there. It's just settings. Oh, no one clicks it or no one yeah. thinks, even though like it might be in the middle. So there might be three names above it, two names below oh, it, and then rough. settings in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is happening? Hulu is glitching. <laughs> Oops. No, no. I mean, look, it's it's been a good run. So if she does kick me out for whatever reason, I got, I think, up to five months. I think I'm up to month five right now of free Netflix. Nice. Which I'm I'd... trying to get um, free, like something of cable, because Shark Week starts tomorrow. It's my favorite week of the year. Yeah. What is up with that? What is up with that? Why does why is Shark Week so so big? I love Shark Week. <laughs> is it just a bunch of shows about sharks? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, recently they've been trying to get like more popularity to it. So they've been bringing a lot of celebrities on, huh. which I don't like that. I like the actual like cinematography of the sharks and like the exhibitions they go on and stuff. Uh huh. But that was like, that's still like a dream job for me to be a marine cinematographer. Oh, wow. Um, and like, I know one of the cameramen that film all the Shark Week stuff. So I'm like super invested into it. Interesting. See, look, I'm learning stuff. I had no clue that you were <laughs> that you were into that. Have you seen Jaws? Oh yeah. You've seen Jaws? Did you mm -hmm. know at the end when the guy's in the cage at like at the very end of the movie when they're trying to, you know, poke the shark with some kind of sedative or whatever, they actually filmed real footage of they stuck a dummy. It was like a it was just like a figure that wouldn't move, but they stuck yeah. a dummy in the cage. And they had a family out in Australia. Shout out back again to Australia. Um, they they did that, and they were like, "We need you to film 
because I think there was like a lot of great white sharks around there. So they were like, we need you to film this. And there's a really famous shot in Jaws where the shark gets like tangled up in the cage. Yeah. And that's that's actual real footage of a of a of a not as big great white shark, but that that that's a real great white shark tangled up in the cage. And they were like, that's amazing footage. We need that footage. Don't get rid of that footage. I never knew that. Yeah, because the like the actual shark in Jaws is is insanely large. Yeah. Like inhumanly large, abnormally large. But <laughs> but this shot worked because it was far enough away and you couldn't really tell that it wasn't the same size, but it was mm -hmm. a real shark that got caught up in the in the cage. Fun little trivia fact. That's like that's my shark week right there. Yeah. Jaws. <laughs> I'll put on Jaws. I think I do play it. Yeah, because yeah. that's like the definitive shark movie. There's there's all these copycats. There's there's Sharknado uh, and all that stuff. Oh yeah, Sharknado. Yep. There's those. There's uh, what was the one with Blake Lively? The Shallows. Um, yeah, there's 47 meters down. Yep. And you can watch those because those are PG-13. I don't, I don't think those oh, are rated wow, R. Oh, wow, thanks. I don't think those are rated <laughs> R. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I, you can always tell it's a fake CGI shark. I know. You know? It's like we've gotten everything right. We've gotten how many dinosaur movies right and we can't get a single good shark one. Yeah, yeah. Because you can... It's all, Yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. Good point. You can kind of... You can always... you can just tell the shark does not look right, so that's why like yeah. that's why Jaws works still I think even though it's you can tell it's a mechanical shark. It's just so good. It's so good. Did you ever get to ride the the ride at Universal? No. No. No, I really wanted to. You would have dug the crap out of that being a Dang. like someone who likes sharks and being in a boat. Like I was always so so afraid when i was little of falling uh -huh. in like that was one of my worst nightmares <laughs> falling in that lagoon because i knew Oof. that like i knew the shark was fake but just imagine that like, like that's, that's so traumatizing that's still nightmare for yeah exactly you fall in and you and you have all these mechanical sharks around you no thank you <laughs> but that was a good one you should watch like a i can't i don't think i can pull it up here but you can you should uh just like watch like a ride through like an HD ride through of the Jaws ride if you haven't, because it's pretty dope. That like how that ride works. You start out at the beginning and then you see a boat sinking and then you see the mm -hmm. fin go by, uh. and then the shark goes under the boat supposedly and then it comes up on the side, um, and then you go into like some shack. It's like all dark and the boat breaks down that you're on and the person that's manning the boat is like, "Come on, come on, don't do this to me." It's depending who you got. You had a you had a chance of getting some bad acting, but um, then they like shoot the shark. It catches on fire. It's it's just, yeah, Yo. It, it, it was crazy. But again, similar to the CGI thing, now all the rides at Universal are pretty much in front of a screen. Like, yeah, I did the, um, what did I do? The Jurassic World. I don't know if they call it park or world over there um, where you're like riding like in a little Jeep through it. Have we done that one yet? At Universal? Was it King Kong? It wasn't was King it... Kong. It was like specifically dinosaurs. Was it Universal? Or or was it Disney? Because they have a they have a, a ride. I think it's called Dinosaur. Oh. Probably Disney then. Okay. I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't think Universal has one like that. I know they have a riverboat one. Where, really? Yeah, you get in like a raft. 
and it takes you through through all the dinosaurs. But I think the one you're talking about might be Disney. I think it's at Epcot. Mm, maybe. Not ringing a bell? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I haven't been to Epcot in a minute. What's the last one I went to? I think it was Universal. I don't know. Universal. You got me all messed up now. Have you been to Halloween Horror Nights? No, and I wanted to go this year and it's canceled. Yeah. I was never allowed to go. <sighs> it was it's so fun. <laughs> it's so fun. You would have been addicted. Yeah. Yeah. You would have been like, I'm coming back every year. Because I, yeah. I, I made a pact no matter where I wasn't in, in the world. It, it, even if I didn't live in Florida, I would always come back to Florida in October to do Halloween Horror Nights. It's, really? Yeah. It's so good. I mean, it. <sighs> Uh, just everything about it is top notch. Like the costume design, the the makeup. Like if you're big into that stuff, it's really cool to see just all this prosthetic stuff put on people and uh, just the vibe of the place. You know, is so electric. That's sick. Yeah, it's really it's really cool. Unfortunately, you do get some of those people that are drunk because they do sell way way too much alcohol at that event. And uh, I'd you, be too scared to be drunk around all those people in costumes. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, you have to be pretty secure to get drunk at a Halloween event because right. you have to be, you know, you, you have to know that you need to restrict yourself because you can't just be like punching someone in the face if they pop out at you at the wrong time because, oh, yeah, that's not going to look good for you. I'm sure they got to send waivers though, the people that do do that. Oh, like the people that work there? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. I know one of the guys that used to do the chainsaws, they have a bunch of guys that run around with chainsaws and like run up behind you and rev it up right oh behind my you God. those are always the fun ones like when you're like it's it honestly it's more fun to just kind of sit on the sidewalk and just watch as as these guys do this because there is an artistry to it like you can't mm -hmm. just you can't just walk up to someone and do the you, know, you, you have to really be dedicated to it and some of these guys man they just you you can tell this is what they wait for every year to do this uh from like september to November for some reason it bleeds into November. I never understood that. Why not? <laughs> ha Halloween horror nights goes into November, I think second. Huh. It's just weird. That'd be like Christmas, like Christmas events going into January, even though they do. I I've never understood that. They start Christmas stuff in like August, I swear. Well, yeah, like Hobby Lobby. If if no one knows what Hobby Lobby is, it's just like a big craft store, but like mm -hmm. that's year round. You can go in there I don't, like, I don't know if you've ever been to a Hobby Lobby. Yeah. But you can go in there and in June, you can buy a Christmas tree. It's insane. It makes no sense. It's just like... See, I didn't know that Hobby Lobby was like anti-gay and stuff. So one day I went in looking for looking for something. I don't know. And I was like, oh, it's Pride Month. Like, let me see if they have any like flags or have anything. Not a single rainbow thing. And I asked. I was like, like what's the deal with this? I asked a friend, not a worker. And they're like, oh, do you okay. not know? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's run by crazy Christians. Mm, can't get enough of them. <laughs> closed closed on Sundays. Uh, that's interesting. I wonder if uh, there has to be people that work there that are that are you know they just don't tell them. Chick Fil A too. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fine line. It's a fine line. You know, it's like unfortunately, I don't like to say this, but they're entitled to believe what they want to believe and if that if that comes into play with you know what they believe then it's it but it's unfortunate that it's like that it's not it's clearly it's not equal rights 
in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I wonder if like when you apply at Hobby Lobby or Chick-fil-A, if that even pops up. Like, oh, yeah. Are you gay? Like, is that a question? Can they do that? I, I don't know. <laughs> Can they? <laughs> I'll go and find let you know. <laughs> well, that's why we got Google. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Here we go. Hold on. How would you phrase this? Um, no, it picked up. How would you phrase this? Um, how would I phrase this? Uh, does does Chick-fil-A ask if you're... Okay, there we go. Does Chick-fil-A ask if you're gay? I told my family I boycott Chick-fil-A over its support of anti-gay. A gay Chick-fil-A employee speaks out. Ooh, let's, let's do this. Uh, the tea... Something, something, something. No one's been fired. No one's been fired for being gay or coming out. It's a job, a job that can't be taken for granted when work is scarce. Come on, where's the where's the meat of this story? After all, I'm still a closeted gay woman working at a Chick Fil A in Southern United States. Um, yeah, I don't see much of what she's speaking out about. Um. Yeah, I don't see anything on here, but I'm gathering that they might not. I don't think they can do that. Just straight out be like, are you gay? <laughs> and then like turn you away if you answer yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be screwed up. Man, it's crazy. It's crazy. Still got a long way to go. Still got a long way to go, but you know. Baby steps. Baby steps. Exactly. Yeah. But I don't know. So how are you? Uh, we uh, we just hit the one hour mark, so we'll 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 round it out here. But what are you cool. gonna do for for the rest of the the couple weeks in front of you here? Like, what's the next step? Like, what's the move out process? Like, how are you gonna? How are you doing this? For, I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> for, for for anyone out there that might be in a similar situation, they might not be Jehovah's Witnesses, but they might be, you know in a situation where their family just doesn't want them there anymore? You know, like yeah. what's your, like what's your take on how you're going to go about doing this? So I have three options. Okay. I can either, well, staying home, that's not an option. We're just not going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So two options. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can either move to Ohio with my sister and just kind of live there for a year, get like on my feet and then move back to Florida eventually. Okay. I can. I was looking at a place in. Um, can I say places here, like in Palm Coast? Yeah, go ahead. That's fine. Okay, I was looking at a place, a European village. Cool. Um, yeah, because I told you I live there. Yeah. And, and it's actually a pretty nice, pretty nice spot. And when and when I lived there, it was eight fifty a month. Yeah, the one I'm looking at seven hundred. Okay, so there, that's even, even better. Even better. Yeah, that's number two. And then someone from work, we might actually get a place together there. So that's number three. I just got to figure out, like, which one's going to come first, you know? Yeah. So working on that, um, I don't really get to take anything when I leave. So I got to, like, pack a bag of stuff, like, pack a bag of, like, my favorite stuff, you know? Why do you not get to, what, they're, like, holding on to that, too? Yeah, like, I think I get, like, a duffel bag of clothes, and that's it. I don't get my truck. I don't get... Like anything. I got to take my pig with me. You don't I got to figure your... that out. I have a pig. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a lot of information <laughs> to process. You don't get to keep that amazing Jeep? 
I'm gonna see if they let me make payments on it. But other than that, they're like, why don't you move for selling that? And I was like, no, please, like, let me make payments on it. I want it. So you haven't, okay, so that was just kind of gifted to you? Mm-hmm. Wow. Because, yeah. like, my other, like, my sisters, they all got, like, their cars paid for, their weddings paid for, like, co-sign on a house, all this stuff, because they lived under good terms with my parents. But the one that isn't, like, has to pay for all their stuff, like, no gifts, like, that's, you're on your own. So me, I got it all gifted to me, but now it's like, so you can take it away, or, like, what's the deal here? <laughs> oh, man. I and, know. And you have a pig, like a, like a legit pig, uh, like a real-life yeah. pig. Like a 70-pound pig. <laughs> what in God's name are you doing with a pig, Geneva? <laughs> well, I got him when he was a little baby. He was like a tiny little thing. And now, like, he was a house pig. He, like, goes, like, outside to use the bathroom. He can open a sliding glass door. Like, he's chill. He's a house pig. But then recently, uh, my parents bought a property out in Benelm. So he's been living, like, as an outdoor pig out there, like, in a barn. Mm-hmm. He's gotten pretty fat. Um, <laughs> so now I have to be like, am I taking him to Ohio? Am I going <laughs> to sneak him into European village? Am I going to like, what's the deal here? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have to sell him? Does, does, does a pig count as carry on? <laughs> Can I carry this pig on the plane with me? Right. And they'll be like, uh, no, you do know what happened with COVID, right? And bats, we're not, uh, we're not fucking around with pigs. <laughs> we're not fucking around with pigs. I know. That's how you get swine flu. Um, but no, uh, interesting. He can open doors and shit. Well, yeah. uh, well, we know he can shit, but like <laughs> he can open doors. That's crazy. He needs to go on America's Got Talent. <laughs> yeah, he can do like, he can sit, he can spin, he can lay down. He's a good boy. He's just big wow yeah man that's a revelation i had no clue you had a pig so i don't think i can sneak him into european village <laughs> no that's a big fat no i know that's a big fat no plus you're um for everyone listening you're vegan right Mm-hmm. so dude what i know we have to wrap this up i mean we don't, get... we don't have to i was just like thinking oh we, we hit the hour mark so the Go other ahead. day, I ha I, I, hopped, I had an omelet, and I did not realize what I did wrong until I came home, and it was like 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you had dairy. And I, I had an eggs. I took yeah. the dairy. I was like, can I get an omelet but with no cheese and no sauce? And I got home. I was you talking to eggs. my friend. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, found, I had an omelet. <laughs> and she was like, what? I said, yeah, it was super good. She goes, say that again. I was like, oh, I had eggs. I freaked out i feel bad because i was there <laughs> like i didn't like catch you i didn't you. realize what i was doing wrong <laughs> yeah letty and i are both at blame here because we should have been like geneva you do know what an omelet is but i was so just i was just so out of it yeah well like, oh, yeah i was omelet. focused on just i'm hungry so but like did you have a reaction to it or did you just feel bad i just felt bad oh you just felt bad okay yeah it is what it is what can you do <laughs> So like, what did you do? Like, did you, did you like, bad Geneva? Like, like slap well, your wrist because, or? Like, I have my vegan versions of everything. I have like fake eggs. I have like chicken, like chicken yeah. patties, all this stuff. So I just call it like, hey, I'm gonna make eggs. I'm gonna make chicken. I'm gonna. I don't say like I'm gonna make the fake version of this. So I was like, eggs. I can have that. Boom, bam. And then that's that. Mm. 
Well, hey, you know, <laughs> let's be real. Did it taste good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, you know, I mean, if that's 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 the glass half full. Oh, well. What can you do? You should talk to my sister, Nicole. She is, uh, she, that's what she does, her job. She travels the country. I think she might even travel the world, but not right now. But mm -hmm. she is a vegan advocate. She goes around. She goes to conventions. She is. Uh, that's I. I. I had her on the podcast. You should look up the episode. It's Nicole What's Green. Nicole Green. And uh, we talk all about that and and how she got into it because you know most of my family is not that. So yeah, it created a lot of problems, especially at at her wedding when she got married, and Oof. everybody was there that. Everybody that was there was vegan, except for my side of the family, which was cool, except for my dad. My dad had no, he he wasn't flying with no meat at the wedding. Yikes. And so, and so, he, so he somehow fashioned a sign that said, we want meat. And you he, told me about that. Oh, I told you about it? And he held it up at the wedding. He, he held up a sign like he's protesting, we want meat at my sister's wedding like the most special moment of her life oh my God. and uh it created a lot of problems for them for a while but they figured it out but can you imagine that like <laughs> we, want we want meat that's horrible again it's a double-edged sword i mean on one hand i see why you don't have any meat because it's what you believe in but on the other hand yeah. it's like you know you do know who's attending so like would you like would you do that or would you have would you stay true to who you are and have no meat at the wedding um no i'd probably have like one meat thing like a meat dish you know yeah like you would just because like i'd feel bad if i went to a wedding and it was nothing but meat and they exactly one, <laughs> one veggie option you know so i'm not gonna do that to them yeah 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 but we talk about that and it's it's a pretty interesting episode because it's just i find that whole thing fascinating and then she she recommends some documentaries about how to get into it if like if you're actually passionate about it because it like that's a big question it's like how do you get into it like that's yeah something that's confusing i think for a lot of people you know it's obviously more expensive because eating healthier is just expensive um but then it's like how do you maintain it like what's the regimen what's the schedule like you know so there's a lot of questions that i even myself because i've flirted with the idea i because yeah. you know every once in a while i'm like i am eating an animal and it feels weird at times, especially if you do watch documentaries and you see how they're treated and everything. And it's rough, but, mm -hmm. you know, it is what it is. And that's that. So that's that's the plan for you. You're, the, those are your options. And uh, yeah. you just got to figure out where to take that pig. Can you take that? Can you take that hat behind you? Or is that hat got to stay too? <laughs> that has an <laughs> autograph on it. So that's mine. Okay. What is that hat? I can't make out what it is. Um, I'll get it. Hold on. Okay. Ah! Uh -oh. So last year I went to Mexico Ooh. on a shark diving trip um, to like dive the Great Whites and stuff. And this is the guy that I was telling you about that like films for Shark Week. It was like his trip. It was a whole week. And so I got him and his wife to sign my cap that they gave me. Get out of here. Yeah, so it's Neptunic. It's actually a really cool brand. Like all their like their logo is a shark. Yeah. It's like super environmental friendly and like What's what's the, what's their names? Do you remember? Uh the names of the owners? Yeah, like the names of the autographs that you got there. Oh, Andy Casagrande and Emma Casagrande. Huh. Yeah. Damn. So that's going with me. 
you you swam with great white sharks. Yeah, it was a whole week trip down in Mexico. It was like literally the best time of my life. No wonder you like, okay, see, <laughs> this is the context that I needed. I was trying to slide it in there, but you're you going on about Jaws, so I just stayed quiet. You have a point there. Yeah, you have a point there. I'm just sort of like over here in Eddie world. Oh, have you seen Jaws? <laughs> Meanwhile, you've actually swam with Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's crazy. So yeah, no wonder you're a fan of sharks. Oh yeah, always. You had a good experience. You didn't get like like a near death encounter. No, but the trip before me, the shark got caught in the cage, and I was like, why can't it get caught in my cage? Like, come on. <laughs> oh, so, okay. So you had to do the similar to Jaws. You had to do a cage, like yeah, you weren't just cages. out there. No, there's one. There's two cages like floating on top, and then there's one cage thirty five feet down. So you can just like go back and forth between the cages and whichever one you want to go to. That is, that's dope. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> you had to be freaking out, right? It's weird. Like you think you'd be so scared, but when you go in the water, it's dead silent. Yeah. And you don't like, there's no like scary Jaws music. There's no like, <laughs> it's, you just expect it to be scary, but you just see like a giant thing swim past you, like dead silence staring at you. Yeah. Pretty cool. You know what they should do? Because mm. they do those things, right? Like you've seen the ads for you can watch Jaws like on a pond or something. Yeah. Like you've seen that and that just sounds like a bad idea. But they should <laughs> do something where you can wear an earpiece as you're diving. And then as <gasps> as you go under, it plays the bottom. That'd be so scary. That I mean, that'd be pretty cool. And then, of course, you'd have the people be like, uh, no, no, no. Because I, yeah. I, I feel like I would... I would be that person that would be like, all right, I can do this. Let me let me try it. And then the second I hear that in my ear and I see a shark f swim by me, mm -mm, get me out of here. Get me out of here. Because <laughs> none of those shark movies ever go right. So Yeah, that's true. Well, like on the way there on the plane, I went with my brother. We watched 47 meters down. <laughs> oh, man. Just to get our blood rushing, you know. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that movie. That's with Mandy Moore, right? Mm, I think that's I think Mandy so. Moore. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and then there's that sequel that came out, 47 Meters Down, Uncaged. I didn't watch that one, did you? I did not watch that one, no. <laughs> I think it has Sylvester Stallone's daughter in it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like they're zombie sharks or something. Like they look like they're oh mutated or something. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. For me, it's it's like Jaws and maybe Deep Blue Sea. You should check that one out. Deep Blue Sea with Samuel Samuel L. Jackson. Bad CGI, but they do use practical sharks as well. Like they use like um, mechanical sharks. So that's a pretty good one. But uh, that's crazy. I had no clue you did that stuff. So yeah, you you know, in some ways, just to you know, if this means anything to you, you've actually lived somewhat of a more exciting life than I have. Because I've <laughs> I've never done, well, first of all, I've never been to Mexico. Second of all, I've never done cage diving with sharks. Third of all, I've never owned a pig. So fourth of all, I've never driven a jeep. So you know what? That's the uh, again the glass half full. You know, yeah, you were kind of sheltered for eighteen years, but on the other hand, you've had some pretty dope ass experiences. Yeah, and I'm grateful for it all too. So, but uh, hey, you know what? Here's two brighter futures and and figuring out what you're gonna do with uh, phase two of your life. Cheers. And I yeah yeah cheers non-existent drinks. I drank all my water. <laughs> I literally went through that whole bottle. I have um 
a Kool-Aid sparkler because I'm like three years old. <laughs> I have those too. Yeah. Really? 50% less sugar than most sodas. Yeah, they're so good. <laughs> yep. Those are pretty good. I like Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid's good. I like Hawaiian oh, yeah. Punch. Oh, yeah. Hawaiian Punch. Do you like, like Tampico? I just bought a gallon of that. Tampico. It's like Hispanic orange juice. <laughs> okay. I was going to say never heard of it. It's at Walmart if you want to try it. Oh, hell yeah. Well, fun fact, and then we'll end it with this. I can't go into Walmart, it, at least the one in town here. I don't know if you know Wait. that story. What? Yeah, I'm banned from that Walmart. Why? I feel like I've talked about it on the podcast. I might be forgetting. I've, I've had way too many conversations on here. But um, I way back in the day, I stole a hat and a Baja Blast. Mm -hmm. And on the way out, as I was opening the Baja Blast, the security guy came out of nowhere and was like, Sir, can I see your receipt? Oof. And... Um, just so you know, leading up to that, I had been, I was one of those people that would go into Walmart, crack open a soda, walk around the store, finish the entire soda, throw it away and then leave. So they had been like tracking me yeah. for a while. I oh, found out no. because like, this wasn't an isolated incident. I'm not happy about this. I'm not proud about this, but I, <laughs> I share this as like a learning experience. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm a pretty good guy. I had a few hiccups in my life and that was one of them. Um, so this was like the culmination of it. Plus I went in and I not only took a soda, I took a hat and it was a walking dead hat. But um, it was Baja Blast. So it was, it was worth Baja it. Blast. It was worth it. But the, like, the funny part is I, w I had no intention of the soda. I, I only went in for the hat because uh, I was I was of the mindset. I was like, holy shit, I've been like taking all these sodas and nothing's happened to me. Now let's see what I can like, like what else can I take? Oh, yeah. So I went in. A horrible mindset don't do this at home don't do not try this at home anybody but i went in i grabbed the hat just stuck the stuck the the price tag under you know under and then put it on my head yeah. and then i was walking out and as i was walking out i was like man i'm kind of thirsty so i saw baja blast over there i grabbed it opened it up and i was like i'm walking on sunshine <laughs> And then that fucking guy comes out of nowhere. And the worst part is I could I could literally see my car. So for a oh, second, I contemplated running to my car. I'm booking it. But then I knew like that was going to be even worse, you know. So I was like, um, I don't have my receipt. And he was like, come with me. Sat me down. And ba I, I, you got to know, Walmart security is nuts. It, like it's just a room of screens. Of, really? Yeah. Like it's high tech shit. And it's probably even more high tech now because this is years ago. But... Um, they sat me down and they were like, we have two options. Either A, you can be banned from this Walmart and never come back ever again. Or B, you can go to jail. <laughs> so I took the first option. <laughs> and I have, I have tempted fate. I have tried to go into that Walmart once and like a few years later and I got caught. Are you serious? Yep. They were like, Mr. Green, why are you here? I'm like, get the fuck out of here how do you know my no name way. yeah because i went in with like a disguise too i thought i looked yeah. pr like pretty unrecognizable but i guess i wasn't oh my God. So that's the that's how we'll end this podcast <laughs> don't, Sweet. don't steal from major supermarkets <laughs> um but thank you for coming on it was uh it was a lot of fun talking to you like i knew it would be fun and uh and sharing your insight, your 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 story, and if there's any Jehovah Witnesses out there listening to this, I doubt they are because they probably are not allowed to. <laughs> but if they are, Geneva made it out. You can too. You can do it as well. So, 
thank you for coming yeah. on. And uh, uh, hopefully I will see you in just a, what, about another week and a some odd change? Something yeah. like that. Whenever this quarantine ends. We'll see. But thanks like for having me. This was so cool. So yeah. fun. I was like so nervous at first and then eventually I just started rambling and now here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. It's I've done this way too much and so now I'm just kind of like, all right, another podcast. Let's go. And yeah. But at first, I, I definitely had those. I had those nerves as well. So, But hang around because I'm going to take a screenshot so I can share this on uh, when I release the episode. But we're going okay. uh, to end, end the episode right here. Any final words for the fine folks listening? Um, I know. It's important. Oh, why'd you put me on the spot like this? <laughs> or you can just be like, peace. Yeah, catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side, everybody. <laughs>